0: the Intertech London podcast. I'm Paolo Cuomo, co-founder of Intertech London. At Intertech London we aim to create a vibrant ecosystem for those people interested in driving forward insurance through the smart application of technology. We link up innovators, investors, market practitioners and market associations and market bodies. Today we're talking about one of the big market initiatives and the impact it's having on insure tech and the insurance sector. So, I have with me today Justin Emmerich and Gary Nuttall. Justin is Atrium's CIO and chair of the London Market Innovation Exchange. Gary is a consultant to the Innovation Exchange and also an industry guru on blockchain. He's been brought in specifically by the LM Tom to demystify blockchain technologies. So, Justin, please start us off with explaining the thinking behind the LM Tom.
1: Thank you, Paolo. Yes, certainly. Uh, For those who've not run across it yet, the LMTOM, or London Market Target Operating Model, is a multi-year modernisation programme for the London insurance market. The market is made up of a collection of hundreds of insurers and brokers, but yet we all share common processes, and some of those processes are decades or even millennia old, such as our fabled ink stamps on paper contracts. This all needs modernising. So the TOM is trying to do just that, and has a program of work. Everything from electronic placing initiatives to data standards and governance. We have electronic accounting. We have electronic messaging linking all this together. And that's just the first raft of projects. It's all trying to improve our offering to our clients and help us be a more attractive, more relevant, more efficient, and therefore a more sustainable marketplace for
0: our clients. Okay, that makes sense, but how exactly did the Innovation Exchange fit into this?
1: Well, the Innovation is Exchange is one of the Tom Work streams, and we've been set up with two main purposes. Firstly, to horizon-scan new technologies and innovations, and then grow a, communica- a community to educate and inform. And secondly, to be a disruptive agent to our own thinking. We're going to operate, and we are operating, outside traditional project frameworks. We're agile and we're not afraid to fail. We're trying to help the TOM programme seek out the best solutions for our market's problems to ensure that the TOM delivers for tomorrow and not just today.
0: Excellent. That that makes a lot of sense. And a year ago, none of this was happening. So from, from that standing start, let us know specifically what you've been up to. 2016. Well, yeah, Paolo, it's
1: been a fascinating and, and both an enlightening year. We started with the notion that we should try and build this community and we would educate everybody about all the disruption that's going on around us. And that community, in turn, would help us filter out those things that we saw and they saw as important to their future. We would also tackle a few big-ticket issues and try and demystify them. And by this, we mean blockchain, smart contracts, robotics, just to name a couple. So the headlines of what we've done this year so far. We started to build a network of practitioners interested in the future, and we made great progress there. We've really started to engage the young professional network in the market, and we've hired Sebastian, our facilitator, to help with that. We've run a series of proof of concepts around blockchain, as I mentioned, and we are about to publish a fascinating report that Gary will mention in a moment. We're also about to publish our investigation into the opportunities to introduce smart contracts into the commercial insurance world. We've developed a very interesting thought leadership portal, which is run by PASL, which hangs off the Tom website. And this brings together a wealth of fascinating insights into the world of disruption. We've created an ideas portal, and this is to encourage market practitioners to submit innovative ideas and problem statements. And finally, most interestingly actually, we've run a mini-series of speed tech events which have helped the market get the conversation started. And we'll soon be publishing our end-of-term thought leadership piece about what we've learned through running
0: those events. Okay, that's that's quite an impressive list. Now, one of the things that the the London market is renowned for is the fact that everyone's clustered together, making face-to-face interaction incredibly effective. Tell me more about these speed tech events. They, they sound like there's something new for the London market, but building on the strengths of, of everyone being in the same place. Yeah, they are new, and
1: they've been really well received. We've done that in collaboration with Insure Tech London, and they've been very popular. Standing room only, a real energy and vibe about them. And we need to build on that enthusiasm going forward. We focused on three major but interrelated themes that we felt were most relevant to today, those being data, data, robotics, and then finally, the connected world. And these events have helped us reach across the divide of suits and ties and introduced to some of the market practitioners some of the best startups that we've found on our travels. I'm very excited by what we've done here and looking forward to setting out our agenda
0: for 2017 to hopefully do more of the same. Okay, and, and Gary, one of the, the themes that's been touched on, sort of that cuts across a number of areas, is that of blockchain. So, so Justin's mentioned it, it came up in some of these speed tech events. Now, without giving too much away, can you give us a sense of what's been going on within the blockchain space and what we've learned to date?
2: Sure, Palom, thanks. Blockchain distributed ledger technology has probably been the most hyped subject for quite some time, and so it's great to actually be exploring it by running proof of concepts rather than reading the numerous papers, blogs and articles that have been published about how the insurance market is going to be radically changed. Earlier in 2016, we undertook a high-level trawl of the main processes in the insurance value chain, ranging from quotes, buying, accounting and settlement, claims handling, etc. And from this list of over 80 use cases, a couple were selected as good targets to evaluate blockchain as a concept. We then reached out to the market for practitioners in the chosen areas, which was specifically claims processing and delegated authority KYC submission. We selected technology partners who are a good fit and ran a series of workshops to identify pain points and to agree on a representative subset of each of the processes. So what's known as in the startup community as a minimum viable product. Solutions were then developed to prove that blockchain could be used rather than more traditional technology, and to allow us to explore what additional benefits it provides. We've published an interim paper on our findings to date and we'll soon be producing a final paper which will answer the blockchain so what question. For now, I'll offer one snippet. Blockchain provides an opportunity to radically rationalise and reshape inefficient processes by removing the need for data to be updated
0: independently by each party. Okay, well, that makes some sense and certainly we look forward to to seeing how that plays out. Now, one of the challenges we've got with with blockchain or, or some of these other... Uh, topic: some of these other buzzwords and things is that whilst you know, generally everyone's saying insure tech is, is here to change things, fintech is here to change things in, in banking, etc., um, the, the specialty insurance market is not the same as the personalised insu- insurance market. So a lot of the ideas, a lot of the hype, is is not necessarily quite so relevant. Tell us what is relevant in the the specialty insurance market, Justin.
1: You're right, Paolo. There is an awful lot of talk about how insurance is going to be disrupted, and there's an awful lot of it being directed at the consumer end. But there are things that will stick and change the way we do business here in EC3. The challenge, I think, for our businesses is to try and work out what's relevant and what isn't. So as Gary has just said, Blockchain, for example, has the potential to dramatically simplify some of our processes. For example, we are a market that exchanges information and transactions between our respective organisations. Blockchain gives us the opportunity to rethink some of these transactions radically, and that could be game-changing for our industry. Also, as our events have clearly shown, there is a strong desire amongst our peers to learn and engage with the disruptors and the startups. And everywhere I go, people are starting to talk about this. People are specifically talking about insurance morphing into insurance, about insurance becoming a risk mitigation service. This is clearly happening in personal lines with telematics and smart homes, which are all trying to prevent accidents. This is a big mind shift for our industry. And final thought, most intriguingly, intriguingly, there have been studies that are indicating that today's insurance solutions are actually only solving a minority of risk managers' problems. Now, this is kind of scary, but it also points to a huge opportunity for the industry.
0: Okay, so, so specifically then, if we think back to the speed tech events you mentioned, standing room only, 100 of the people listening to this range of startups, which of the opportunities were the ones that, that fit in the space for the commercial insurers?
1: Okay, well, we, we had over six hours of, of, of presentations, which I'll try and summarise into three short bites. So firstly, we learnt about the explosion of vendors working in the data space, with new data sources, pulling it all together for underwriters or claims adjusters. For example, using aerial imagery, or for example, social data feeds to help understand more about claims as they happened. This is transformative. Secondly, we learned about robotics. Now it's a huge subject, robotics, but we, what was more interesting is we weren't just hearing about delivering internal operational efficiency which will be disruptive. But we learnt about robo-advisors, for example, using machine learning to deliver greater value to clients. For example, by optimizing coverage for clients. And we had a compelling pitch from several of our startups who were very clear that robotics is not just about killing jobs, but it's about delivering new value to customers. And I absolutely believe that this is not just about personal lines but this is equally relevant in commercial insurance. And finally at our third event we learnt about how very soon, this is a prediction so it wasn't mine but you never know, virtually every insured thing from domestic cats to super tankers will be connected in some way leading to a new wave of risk mitigation solutions. Real-time tracking real-time pricing, real-time aggregation alerts, including alerts when things, be they ships or cats, wander into, into, into restricted areas. These are all very new to most of us in EC3. And it's exciting that most of this technology actually already exists. So we in EC3, again, don't have to invent it. We just need to get out there and we need to pick our partners. It's all... What I see as part of our data pyramid, if you can visualize it, at the bottom we have the insured asset. And then on top of that asset is a monitoring device, which is then communicating to an aggregator, collecting all the real-time data. That aggregated data is then pulled together by a data broker for the insurer who sits at the top.
0: That, that's, that's some really fascinating insight, and, and I'd concur that we're already seeing pockets of insurance morphing into risk mitigation services. Whether it's the, the app that can say that your dog simply hasn't been for enough walks all week, and that could start to have a detrimental effect on their impact. If it's the, the company Neos, who only very recently teamed up with Hiscox to install monitoring advice in homes, which allows for home insurance at no extra cost, because actually the reduction in claims will be balanced out. Gary, there's a, a huge amount going on. Everyone, however, has their day jobs. However exciting this is, they still need to get on with, with what they're currently paid to do. Now, what's your advice to help people who are listening to this, who want to understand it better, who want to get more engaged? What, what can they do? How can they get involved?
2: So, you know, we're really keen to build our innovation community. So if anyone would like to know more or become part of this, please do get in touch. ISupportTom.London has a contact page. Um, And there are details there for both Justin and Sebastian. Let us know that you'd like to learn more and become involved. Build innovation functions within your own firms and share your experiences of what works and, importantly, what doesn't. And don't be afraid to try stuff. We're already buying into the mantra of fail fast, so we'd encourage others to do that too. We plan to crowdsource specific problem areas that the market wants us to investigate and solve. And also... We've learned an awful lot about blockchain this year, but there's still more to learn before we can say to Tom Ward, you should seriously consider developing the next solution using the blockchain technology.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Justin. Well, that's all we have time for. So really, to sum up, I guess we're saying there's an awful lot on. We're on the cusp of massive disruption. What we all need to do in our respective roles is to work out of the whole range of things happening which of those are relevant for us in our job, for our companies? How does the speciality market uh, vary from the personal lines market? Now, I hope you found this podcast interesting. As Gary mentioned, there's many ways to, to get in touch with the I Support Tom programme and the uh, London Market Innovation Council and Innovation Exchange. Also, if you want to find out more about Instech London, please do go to instech.london or follow us on Twitter at, at underscore London or on Facebook at facebook.com slash London. So that's all we have time for this week. Justin Emmerich, Gary Nuttall, thank you very much.